0: The information provided in this podcast episode is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is in no way a replacement for a therapeutic relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Essence Cohen-Fields is a licensed professional counselor with over 10 years of experience providing attainable gold-based therapy. She is a Spelman College graduate and holds a master's degree in counseling for Boston University School of Medicine. Essence has been featured as a mental health expert on media outlets such as NBC News and is the author of A Lesson on How to Fly, Understanding the Correlation Between Self-Love healing and personal success she specializes in trauma processing and boundary setting and is the owner and executive director of first love yourself counseling where she provides counseling in pennsylvania family let's welcome essence cohen fields to the minding my black business podcast Welcome to Minding My Black Business. All right. So family, I'm so excited about our next guest on today's show. Oh, We're getting ready to get into the nitty gritty about some business building stuff. I hope you're ready. Um, I hope you have your... uh, pen and paper or notes app open on your phone because you're getting ready to learn some good (laughs) stuff. So before I get into all that let me be a good host and welcome Essence Cohen-Fields to the Minding My Black Business podcast. Welcome Essence.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me Dr. Janette.
0: Oh my goodness, it is such a pleasure to have you here. I'm excited that you could join us. So before we get into all of our good stuff, can you introduce yourself to the family and then tell them where they can find you?
1: Oh yes, yes. Thank you so much. So hi everyone. Um, As she said, my name is Essence Cohen-Fields. I am a licensed professional counselor. Um, I'm located in the state of Pennsylvania, right outside of Philadelphia, and I am in private practice. Uh, My private practice is called First Love Yourself Counseling, and um, we also go by Fly Counseling, so that's where you can find me, at www.flycounseling.com. I also have um, a podcast by the same name, the Fly Podcast, and um, I also recently released a, a book, and um, it is called A Lesson on How to Fly, right? So that's the theme here first, loving yourself and uh, understanding the correlation between self love, healing, and personal success. So, in um, there, discuss boundaries and um, ways that you can create boundaries in different areas of your life, which relates to what I specialize in, which is trauma processing and boundary setting.
0: hmm. Oh, my goodness! I have so many questions just off what you said alone, but yes, we are getting ready to learn how to how to fly y'all so I hope you're ready okay so um, you know one of the things that we talked about actually just a few moments ago is that you know there's so many parts to building a business and some things mm-hmm. that feel really good and nourishing, and some things that feel like just a good challenge, but there could be moments where parts of building a business feels traumatic um mm-hmm. uh, devastating and yeah. so, from your perspective, essence, what do you think are the parts of business building that can fall into that category? What are some things that can happen for folks that feel really traumatic as entrepreneurs?
1: That's a very good question. um well, one of the things I feel like that can be traumatic is just the idea of. Um, having to promote yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Um, There have been um, so many messages that we've received throughout our lives that have um, kind of seeped into our unconscious and subconscious too, um, that kind of challenges the way that we feel about ourselves and our abilities. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes we think that's our inner voice. Right? Mm-hmm. But really, the, those, are, those are the voices of someone else who communicated things about us. And, um, and so really, once you, once you begin to get to that point where you finally you manifest your idea, you got it, you know it's good, but then you're, you're wondering, is it good enough to maybe um, compete with what else is out there on the market, people who are also in your industry? Mm-hmm. who has your service or product. And so that is the part that can be a bit traumatic because it brings up a lot of insecurities for people, you know. Um and it it's um you know it it's a little bit devastating when you have something good but it's kinda of collecting dust somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. whether again it's a product or a service, but it's because of that self doubt that you may have and um we kinda of get trapped in the circle of, of, of comparing ourselves to people. Mm-hmm. You know, but um realizing that our journey makes us, makes us unique. And, um, you know, you can, you can give somebody the same, uh, for instance, like the same script, right. Mm-hmm. The same exact words, the same exact directions, but the way you do it is going to be different from the next person, you know, and that's what makes you stand out and feeling comfortable with that mm-hmm. and kind of letting, you know, removing those layers of doubt and insecurity is, um, is what's going to help you prevail. But it, it can be intimidating for sure.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you talked about that comparison trap and that is so very, very real. I think mm-hmm. oftentimes when we, um, like I'm thinking specifically how, um, just recently I went to uh, a business boot camp, and, um, mm-hmm. while it was very, it was great. So it was for, uh, all black entrepreneurs here in the area in Hampton Roads. Um, mm-hmm. some of the things that popped up is that, um, sometimes people have one way of getting a thing done and so um as they were the conversation was happening about ways in which you really can they were sort of talking about like multiple streams of income right we all know about that Mm -hmm. don't have one way to earn money blah 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 blah. I feel like I've heard that Mm -hmm. like a thousand times like over the last two months (laughs) um Mm -hmm. I get it I get it so um But it seems like some people have like this hard and fast formula as to what those streams um, might be. And if you don't fall into that, then they, you know, um, have some level of challenge or criticism. And so, uh, but there's so many ways to get things done. And so... Uh, you know for someone who me listening to this information there was a moment where i was like sort of second guessing my own plan um but then i was like yeah they don't they don't know me for real so um <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm not really going to hold on right. to listen uh, but i do get the i do i'm i'm so in line with what you're saying about how there can be moments where you're sort of going in one direction um, and whether either on, on purpose, because sometimes you can look up to people or, or, you know, use them as a source of uh, inspiration that you can sort of Right, motivation. Unin- yeah, unintentionally mm. find yourself in this spot that you don't want to be in, um, <laughs> chasing after a goal that doesn't belong to you. Um, How about so, that? Right, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So I completely Whoa. get that. I do, I do. Um, so for you, have are there in your work with other folks or even in your own entrepreneurial journey, have there been other things that you, that you feel like are traumatic or even could be if they sort of go off the rails?
1: Um, well, right. Um, so I can speak personally, right? So, um, in this process, I, I definitely wanted to take a different route. I wanted to be, you know, a, a very organized and, mm-hmm. and how I went about this. And so, um, unfortunately I don't have too many mentors who look like me who are, who are black, who are doing, um, you know, who are close to me, who, who are doing this. So, you know, there's people who are professionally, you could reach out to things like that, but you know, you in your own personal circle. So, um, when I wanted to do certain things like opening a business banking account, um, it felt intimidating because, um, beforehand you know it's just like opening up a regular banking account you would think right, right. but then you have to, to make sure you have all your documents together exactly. your llc documents your uh-huh. ein your proof of organization all those things and you right. have them but for me i kind of um, you know worked myself up into thinking you know are they going to ask me too many questions uh-huh. are they going to challenge the credibility of my business right. you know my knowledge and um kind of, like, working myself up, and I'm pretty, you know, well-adjusted, so I can imagine how intimidating it might be for someone who, you know, struggles with, with different types of anxiety, things like that, mm-hmm. and, um, but just getting past that point and realizing, you know, you're just, you're just going ahead and doing what people do every day, and that's just opening a business banking account so uh-huh. that you can get... Again, back to that multiple streams of income, you know, so you want to remain organized throughout this whole process so that um, you can decrease your um, level of intimidation as time goes on. So when it's time to file taxes and all that fun stuff, Mm. everything's in one place, (laughs) you know?
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I like how you say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. absolutely yeah that's that's so real i remember that too as you were talking about it i remember walking in with my folder of documents and right. it, does, it does feel like well it's just like a long interview like i do i have to like right do i have to do a presentation of this <laughs> yeah. right 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 yeah, Seriously. I, get I get it i get that i really do mm-hmm. how do you think um trauma and whatever way it shows up so whether that is you know comparing yourself to others or being even um, sort of caught up in the details of getting some of the foundational business parts together. How do you think that those things, those, those traumatic experiences can impact the growth of a business?
1: Well, that's, that's a very good question. Um, well, one of the things that can be impacted is really the the level of input that you put into your work, right? So if we're just talking about the workforce in general, um, you know, without even being an entrepreneur, there's, there's been um, studies that have suggested that trauma in the, how it shows up in the workplace Mm -hmm. is that people begin to, um, they call out more, Mm -hmm. right? They're, they're not as productive. So if you liken that to the entrepreneurial experience, you know, you may be, um, it's, it's very um, independent so you don't even you set your own deadlines right. so it begins to show up as you know you're pushing things further back the project you want to get done in the last 30 days now you're oh you know how about 90 days mm-hmm. then you look up and it's june already mm-hmm. you know and um and that kind of comes to that whole um you know a- avoidance right mm-hmm. that we see as a part of um right. kind of like the anxiety piece of trauma um, and then it can be kind of like that isolation, which could be like the depression piece of trauma. So, and it, I, and of course, you know, um, entrepreneurship can be very lonely. Yes, you know, it it can be very lonely. And so, when you are already, you know, kind of pre, um, uh, have like a predisposition for that type of that kind of maybe that depression, those depression symptoms, mm-hmm. it can be exacerbated by this by this experience of entrepreneurship, you know, because sometimes people just won't get it until they see it, right? You can explain to your blue in the face, Uh but they won't see the vision, Uh you know? Uh So um, it's always important to definitely take care of yourself during this time and uh, finding groups like Mind My Black Business and other social groups where you can connect with people
0: right yeah you are right on time because that's my next question like so because i think that there can be things that happen to us that that are traumatic um and we're able to mitigate them through communities so the online communities or even you know like getting connected to your um local chamber of commerce or you know other um entrepreneurs in your area or community um And so for me, that feels like maybe on the lower end. So I've had some bumps, I've had some experiences, but um, my own ability to cope with stressors is such that I'm able to not, you know, let it derail me so much. Um, What what are some other ways that um, people can do to address maybe this impact? Maybe if it isn't that simple, maybe if they're already coming into the game, the business building game, um, d- managing their own mental health issues, or just sort of being predisposed to um, handling any sort of a stressor in a in a tougher way. What are some other ways in which they could address the trauma?
1: Okay, um, I definitely feel like uh, to have somebody who is not necessarily in in um, the entrepreneurship realm, but someone who's just kind of in your corner, mm-hmm. who's part of your close personal circle. Mm-hmm. They're going to be so important in this process. Um, this, because it can get so overwhelming. Sometimes you just want to break from talking about it mm-hmm. and you just want to kind of, kind of, um, you know, check in with somebody who again, knows you personally and who can maybe even notice, Hey, look, you know, they can see the signs of when things may be getting out of hand for you because other people who are not as close to you they don't know that you know when you work over you know you work nineteen hours straight on your on your projects that mm-hmm. you know that sleep deprivation may cause you some irritability which may cause you to slip back into some other um, types of symptoms that can cause um a, a, an episode that you know um may kind of take you off your game for a few days okay. so if it's um a sibling, a close friend, um, a parent, you know, a cousin, a spouse, um, someone who you would be able to just kind of check in with and um, even maybe use as a sounding board, but also who would be able to kind of, um, you could feel comfortable saying, hey, you know what, if, if you see me kind of off-kilter, just kind of let me know, you know. Um
0: Yeah that would be a helpful support right so getting the people who are closest to you to pull you out of it yeah Mm -hmm. so and so for some of us um for some of us as entrepreneurs well actually if if there was a way that I could figure out how to make this happen I Mm -hmm. would love for all entrepreneurs to have a therapist on board right so hello (laughs) okay So just like you have your accountant for your quarterly taxes and your bookkeeping purposes, you have your therapist, um to help you with your your personal uh upkeep and so personally emotional <laughs> upkeep. Um because yeah. I think even like even with having like a graphic designer or a web developer or whatever, you know, i right. assistant, those people, their prime uh goal is to help manage the business and to make sure it's doing what it needs to do. This therapist, mm-hmm. their prime goal would be on you um, to, yeah. to do that thing that we just talked about, to ensure that you are um, taking care of yourself and your emotional well-being is 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 doing well. So mm-hmm. let's say someone has recognized that maybe they are struggling with how they're going to address some of the trauma to um, as it relates to building their business, and they've decided that they want to go into therapy. There mm-hmm. is a modality of therapy that is uh, empirically supported and working with trauma.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. And that is EMDR. And so Mm -hmm. could you share with the family what is EMDR? Um, What is that all about?
1: Sure, yes. And so uh, it makes me so excited. (laughs) (laughs) EMDR. So um, I am... I'm in the process of being uh, fully trained at EMDR, mm-hmm. and um, it's a quite a long process, you, it mm-hmm. takes six months, and I'm um, in that process here. EMDR um, stands for Eye Movement Desensitization and Reprocessing. Mm-hmm. And so, as you mentioned, it is an empirically-backed um, treatment modality for therapy, and basically what that means is that you when you use emdr the goal right is to desensitize the um uh, emotionality of an upsetting experience right um emdr the process is not about comfort it is about exposing um clients um to their relationship to a particular memory so it's going to bring up some things um that you may um Again, maybe in your subconscious, things that you haven't really thought about, but you know how you feel about them. But we're going to bring up all of these different memories. And the goal, again, is that the part of EMDR is to desensitize the emotionality related to it. And um, so I'm going to get into a little bit more about it, if you don't mind. Because it's quite yeah, a bit. Please. Yes. <laughs> so um, it basically, um, it brings up disturbing memory material right but allow you to have an, a mindful awareness of being in the moment mm-hmm. so in um, a lot of ways we are detaching right so mm-hmm. this is a little bit of a detachment and awareness simultaneously and um, what we're doing is we're allowing you to think of the negative thoughts you may have about yourself from this experience right so what has this experience taught you about yourself mm-hmm. and then we say well what do you want to know about yourself? And then we go ahead and do something called bilateral stimulation. Mm-hmm. And this is, um, it, it's, so, it's so different when you see it, uh, but we use basically, um, we have your eyes, right, track our fingers. So as a therapist, I'm moving my fingers from side to side um, in a, um, I'd, I'd say in a, in a pretty a medium a medium motion, right? From like one end of like my body to the other, you're just mm-hmm. tracking the fingers. And while you're doing that, you're thinking of an adverse memory, but you're thinking of the new empowered way you want to feel. Mm-hmm. And so what we're trying to recreate there with your eye movement is the rim state of sleep. So you're moving your eyes back and forth because um, the study has shown that when you're moving the REM state of sleep, you begin to, Um, desensitize your uh, feelings of the negative feelings towards this experience and you can begin to uh, kind of just almost heal like almost immediately like within a few sessions of the negative emotions associated with this experience. Um, Now it is an eight-phase process Mm -hmm. um, and so it does occur in eight phases and each phase looks different for everyone so we can't say eight phases eight sessions right right? it um it might be um it may it it will be maybe longer and shorter depending on the person Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: depending on the memory Mm
0: -hmm. you know how
1: traumatic it was Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so that's it in a nutshell Oh, wow. More
0: <laughs> yeah oh yeah I'm sure. I'm sure I'm sure and we might have to bring you back so we can get into all the all the juiciness of it oh but yeah the idea, but the idea that there is um you know for those that want to enter into this modality, but there is a space um where you could work with a therapist who is EMDR trained uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes to sort of work through um maybe some heavy traumas and and some of that might present itself as the result of building your business or growing your business. Because one of the things that I, um, have experienced and feel like I know to be true at this point is that um, entrepreneurship will highlight your deficits.
1: Mm. <laughs> so true. You, will so learn, true. you will learn
0: what you cannot do. As you right. build a business.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and so, you know, very true. So, if you are coming into this process with a bit of an ego, <laughs> prepare to be humbled. So, right. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, um, uh, and, or for someone, I'm going to even use myself as an example who, you know, uh Thinks of themselves as being pretty independent. they no, I've had to, I've had to let that go and learn how to delegate and bring on a team because that's not, that's not how this works. And so, wow. so when it when it comes to business building, I think that we all are going to have moments that are very humbling to us, um, and mm-hmm. then we'll, we'll figure it out. So either that means we will, you know, create a proper solution to it, bring other others on board to help us. We might even do that thing where we ignore it. Um and so mm. that or or find something to distract us from the you know the uneasiness feeling of feeling as though we don't have it all together that there are mm-hmm. things in which um you know going this route going into therapy um if it's starting to trigger some other things that this could be very helpful to you. Um and ultimately mm-hmm. helpful to the business because that's the that's the bottom line too is that a healthy entrepreneur makes for a healthy business. Um so oh I
1: love that. Yeah, so true. yeah. Yeah
0: I love yeah. Yeah, no. So this has been really, really, really great. Um so can you tell us one more time about your book that's coming out um and your podcast. Because I can't let that slide.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, so yes, the book, it is, um, it's short, it's powerful, but it's, um, it's called a lesson on how to fly again. And the subtitle is understanding the correlation between self love. Right. So that Mm -hmm. ties into the loving yourself first. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Healing. And, um, Personal success. So, what does that look like for you? Like, how do you know when you've um, been able to kind of free yourself again? For, so, I have a, a good portion of the book is on the self-doubt. So, how do you know when you been able to free yourself to be able to allow yourself to to shine, right? right And so, um, I feel like a lot of times we do, and I'm really, I really wrote it from experience as well. Uh, we and from things I've seen from my clients, uh, we kind of shrink ourselves in the presence Mm -hmm. of other people Mm -hmm. and it's to make them feel comfortable almost. Right. Right. And um, you kind of get so, you kind of get so, uh, you you know, you shrink yourself so frequently that you become comfortable as well. Right. Right. And then you get into this habit of kind of, Oh, downplaying your achievements or downplaying, but that's going to keep you at the level that you're at. Right. Right. You want to go to that next level. A lot of times you do, you know, you want to have the courage to be an entrepreneur. You want to have the courage to, again, to just kind of stand out. And so kind of looking at, okay, again, that personal, I'm sorry, that, um, that healing, setting those boundaries. So what is it that you might need to do um, in the workforce, right, just to create some boundaries or with your family or even with your children, your spouse. And I talk about all of that, right, how you can set boundaries in those areas appropriately to kind of let people know, look, this is what I need and this right. is what I'm going to accept. This is what I won't. And so you can move on. And then, um, as far as the podcast, it's just a compliment, um, the private practice. It's of course not at all a substitute for mental health treatment, Mm -hmm. but it is, um, just a way for people to kind of get to know me. And I talk about, um, different topics with the mental health, um, then on it. And actually my most recent episode, it was a bonus episode. I did the family episode and, um, I, I had some members of my family on there, you know, a little self-disclosure, um, but mm-hmm. um, it was, again, highlighting the fact that these are some people who are in my corner when um, things get a little bit rough on the entrepreneur road, right? Mm-hmm. These are people who kind of keep you grounded and support you.
0: Okay. I love that. Mm-hmm. All right, then. <laughs> Thank you. So, Essence, I must ask you, what mm-hmm. does Minding My Black Business mean to you?
1: yes so again i love that um i love that i love this platform mind my black business what it means to me is it just reminds me the importance of black power right Mm -hmm. we think of it as um a lot of different things but understanding that the black power really is about um being also in, in addition to being um socially conscious and um and emotionally conscious, but it's also about being economically astute and realizing the importance of maintaining your Black dollar within the community and being um, held accountable as a Black business to have uh, good quality service and products that you want to share with um, people in your community and um, and people who are outside of the community, but identifying as a Black business, you know, uh, making sure that I hold myself to the same quality that I would want any other business um, that I patronize to be at.
0: I love it. Yes. Okay. Y'all heard it. Just listen to I it. Love it. She said it. She said it. <laughs> so thank you Essence for joining us. This has been so rich, this conversation. Um, thank you for providing us with your expertise.
1: Yes, you're welcome, Dr. J. You're welcome. You're welcome.
0: So if you want to know more, and you like what you heard, don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment on the podcast. Also, follow the movement on our website, mindingmyblackbusiness.com, and on our Facebook and Instagram pages, under Minding My Black Business, and on Twitter, under Minding My Black Biz. So peace and blessings to us all, family. And when you're out there and they ask you what you're doing, let them know that you're minding my black business.